and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. We're very excited for a special edition of NBA Wednesday. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on. But uh, first, we're joined by Luke. We're joined by Christian. Uh, we're talking LeBron. We're talking Kyrie to the Mavs. Little Cam Thomas, better or worse, who he played for. Luke got locks is back. And while it may have been a joke last week, he actually made an Instagram account. Um, Luke, you know, I know you said you're down a little bit, but uh, yeah, how's it going, man? Um, it's been better. <laughs> um, I, I, the reason I made, so just to preface, um, if you guys are into prize picks, any of that, um, I just made an Instagram account. I mainly just made it for like the boys, my friends, cause they all asked me for my picks for some reason. And as of, you know, since I made this Instagram, I was up all time and then I made the Instagram not doing so hot. So, <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm taking a little hiatus for a couple of days, but um, I'll be back next week. So if you want to follow me uh, on Instagram at Luke got locks and yeah. Jinx yourself, huh? Oh yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> the, it's the, whenever you post it online for everyone to see that's when, you know, then, then, then the NBA is like, Oh, we got to, you know, we got to tell Jazante Murray not to make that last shot. So it's all please, good though. It's all please, good. Please tell me you didn't have the Jokic taco last night too. Well, I did have his taco, which I was already <laughs> sussed out about because he either drops 35 or 15. But, um, yeah, the, the, you missed the free throw with like 10 seconds on the clock. Yeah, the, the parlay that it was in, was it was already chalked. So oh, okay. it is what it is. You got but, it yeah. Chen, how are you? Yeah, I'm chilling, man. Chilling. You know, Walkie weather and whatnot. You want to talk about uh, Kyrie Irving and the uh, – Oh, we're getting down situation going down, down in there. Business. Yeah, yeah what's, man. Your, what's your take? Yeah, no, I just, uh, I just want to say this. I knew this was gonna happen. Like with the Mavericks, I knew Luca was gonna get his MVP case. Called it way before the year. I didn't think he was gonna get this hey, much help man. at the trade deadline, but okay, now he's okay. pretty much gonna walk his way pretty much to the finals if Kyrie's there, and. That's kind of the biggest question of this. Whole I was about thing. to say, Kyrie said demanded a trade. I went in the group chat and said Kyrie to the Mavs, and you guys were like, "Nah, he's going to the Lakers." And I was like, mm. "And then I was mm. right." But now you're saying something different. Well, so, uh, yeah, did, I you mean, did say Luca was MVP at the start of the year, and uh, right, and I didn't expect, I didn't expect honestly the Mavericks to do a move like this uh, for the reason that I know the Lakers are going to sell out and do something that might be stupid for the long term. I didn't think Mark Cuban was, but like this could be as great of a trade as it is on paper. And like every 2K person is going to be using this team. Like it's, it's cool. Like it's a cool matchup to see. It's something that is going to be very tough to stop in the West. But in terms of next season, does anyone know where Kyrie is going to want to play? He could just go right to the Lakers this offseason. And then the Mavericks just lost their only guys that could do anything with Luka. Uh, and they're out picks as well. So the Porter was like a 2029 pick. So Kyrie got traded for a seventh grader. Like, <laughs> like this is this is how far down the line a lot can change. And uh, the, the Mavericks they've been missing it really on a lot of free agents. They're always like in the running. Uh, DeAndre Jordan kind of comes to mind. Rajon Rondo, like when they do sign these guys, they never work out. Not saying the same's gonna happen to Kyrie, but um, if I'm a betting man, like you know, the two of you guys, uh, I'd have <laughs> to pretty much say that I don't think Kyrie is going to be in a Mavericks uniform next season, just given what I heard mm. about how the net situation went down. Basically, it was circulating. I don't know how up to date you guys are on the situation, but 
like a week or two before this trade happened, Kyrie came out and said, I'm not leaving KD anywhere. But then today he was saying he felt disrespected by the Nets organization, that he did his best to leave and show his teammates love, yada, 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 trying to like save his rep. But what it came out from the Nets side was they essentially were going to offer him that long-term deal, unlike pretty much any other team I feel like right now. And there's a stipulation there like you have to play so many games and make it to the finals, which is the Nets goal. And he took that as a shot at disrespect and demanded the trade. That's what happened. Like, there wasn't like a blow up between the coaches. Steve Nash isn't there anymore. It was he wanted his money for long term. And no one wants to pay a guy like Kyrie Irving that kind of money. You don't know where his head is at. He said yep. that everywhere he's gone the Cavs, the Celtics, the Nets, and now the Mavericks. I want to sign here, be back for life. Huh, I mean, I saw the press release of when he signed with Boston. And then we went to the Nets and then now the Mavericks, his like team released like a social media statement and quite literally copy and pasted except for the team. Like it was, I'm ecstatic to be here in Dallas. I'm looking forward to meeting yep. my new teammates. I'm ecstatic to be here in Brooklyn. But yeah, um, he's a bot, man. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie's, he's Kyrie's a bot. something else. I have a, I, I did a little bit of research and I've, I have, I wouldn't say I have an inside resource, but from a friend of a friend of a friend, I've heard, oh. you know, kind of the details of like the inside <laughs> of this like thing. I, I'm wild. serious. I'm so serious. No, what in the world is this? No, I, I just wanted to like give some backstory about the whole Nets, like the, the, basically the dispute that Christian was talking about. So basically the, the stipulation in his contract and the reason that Kyrie wasn't going to resign, he he told the Nets like, hey, hey, like it's either you trade me now because I'm not going to resign because of the contract he was offered. And right. the, one of the stipulations was is you get a um, like obviously in today's NBA, if you meet certain criteria or you have incentives and if you meet those incentives, yeah, you get any, paid more any, money. Any team sport. Yeah. And usually what happens with something like that is say your base salary, let you know, for example, is a million dollars. You score 25 points a game for the year. You get an extra 200 K. His incentive was he gets this, uh, he gets a contract and he's guaranteed this money, but the, uh, the stipulation was you have to make the finals. And if you don't, we're going to take away money from you instead of having it as a bonus. So he's looking at this mm. contract like, okay, that you know, that's the most unfair. That's, that's just unfair. Yeah, so it was he, so he, I had heard that it was just like minimal amount of games played. I never heard this part about making the no, it, it was oh, the, the final was, thing was a huge deal. Yeah, it was, it was the, it like a shot of disrespect. Yeah, which I mean, I mean hearing that the, side the, of it, I don't that blame makes sense. Him. Yeah. yeah, the craziest I didn't know part it was a, is I thought it was bonus. Yeah, the craziest part is is he was the only KD didn't get this incentive. Like no one else besides him got this. So they're basically telling him, Hey man you got to play the best season of your career. If you don't make the finals, we're going to take money away from you, which I think is ridiculous, which I, which obviously everyone always likes to come at Kyrie just because the type of person he is. But I understand, like he told the Nets, Hey, I'm not going to resign here. So trade me before the trade deadline, or I'm just going to walk. And for good reason. I mean, if I was in his situation, that's, you know, that's a pretty BS incentive if I've ever heard one, but yeah. So I don't know. But as for Kyrie on the Mavs, man, when I first saw the news, I, I was shocked because I was like, okay, Lakers. I mean, I could see Lee GM, you know, pulling some strings, obviously. <laughs> Only with but, what yeah. strings, though? That's kind yeah, of exactly. Well, exactly. That, like, that's what, what I was thinking. No way they trade Westbrook for Kyrie. No one wants Westbrook. Okay, but the reason that didn't go through 
because it was going to happen, and Westbrook is better than Dinwiddie. The reason mm-hmm. it didn't go through was because of their owner. Yeah, Bill Sy is like, I'm, yeah. he's like, I want him anywhere that's not the Lakers. Yeah, I so that's that. why, like, you know, that didn't happen. But like, it it should have because yeah. I think Kyrie, that's probably his destination this off season if he doesn't come to a long term deal. But no, yeah, yeah. Th- sorry, your thoughts on the current state? Yeah, of the yeah, match? no, I think it's interesting too. I I haven't really thought about the long term yet, obviously, because he hasn't played in the game. But I I would not be surprised <laughs> he gets shipped to the Lakers, you know, beginning of next season. But as Signing for the trade, rest of yeah. this season. Um, I got two takes here. One at first I was kind of, I was kind of unsure. I was like, okay, they're both guys who need the ball, whatever. But then I realized, okay, Kyrie has played with some great talent, obviously LeBron and KD and LeBron is a very high usage player along with Luca. And I would, I would, you know, go as far as to say that he meshed better with LeBron than he did KD. And Luca is another high efficiency guy who needs the ball in his hand. And Kyrie, you know, played his best with LeBron. I don't see kind of what changes. I mean, you can look at uh, Jalen Brunson before he got traded. I mean, they Jason Kidd turned Jalen Brunson into a you know a not a, a borderline star. I mean, yeah, he really helped his development. He's a star yeah, right now. Exactly. I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's holding it down with Julius Randle. He got a great contract. So Jason Kidd knows exactly what he's doing. And I feel like him bringing in Kyrie, he's going to, you know, what what's the difference between Brunson and Kyrie, except Kyrie's just a better player. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah like in every way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's taller, so, he's faster, better you know, dribbler, off better the court, Off the court, I mean, you could make a case. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I, I think that the Mavericks this year, I think this is a good piece. Do I think it's going to help him make the finals? No. And this leads to me to my second take, which is the hottest take I've had in a while is I think the Nets are way better now that Kyrie is gone. Like, I think that especially with the emergence of Cam Thomas, which I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to average 40 points a game for the rest of the season, but he's on a heater right now. And now you're adding guys like Dorian Finney-Smith, great defender, Spencer Dinwiddie. He's been to Brooklyn. He was good in Brooklyn and all those other role players. And then we have KD. So it's like you you got rid of the drama in the locker room. You know what we're doing. I don't know if there's still, you know, more trade talks um, on the Nets roster, but if they keep it as it is now, I would not be surprised if they somehow made it to the conference finals. I'm just going to say it right now. I mean, I don't know about finals. That that might be kind of tough unless KD does KD things. But, yeah, I, I think the Nets are better off without Kyrie. Yeah, well, even I, if Katie does candy things, he needs a smaller size shoe. Just uh, maybe let yeah. him know that next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, as for what Luke finished with, you could be right. I think they're good pieces, like you said. I, didn't we've been there, Finney Smith? Um, I don't see them beating Boston, Milwaukee, or Philadelphia even. I, they might beat Philadelphia in the six or seven game, like, rugged series, but I don't see them coming out of the East. Um, that's, but you could be right. I mean, you know, if, if Cam Thomas really is that guy and he's going to keep doing this, then yeah, I mean, I could see anything if he's, if he's some superstar that was hiding on their bench. Um, I think I'm in a little different place though, than you guys, when it comes to the Mavericks, uh, there's a part of me that I think that this actually might long-term work out. I, I could see Kyrie sticking it out. I'm not convinced that he wants to play with LeBron again. I'm really not. I could see it happening in LA, but there's a part of me that I don't know if he does, man. The way that ended, Kyrie seems to be a guy who hold on, holds on to grudges, clearly. 
So it, it wouldn't shock me if he doesn't he doesn't want to do that. Everybody's doing that because I think LeBron wants it. I think it's a good fit. Um, I think it puts you know that roster in a completely different spot than where it's at right now. But uh, when it comes to the Mavericks, Mark Cuban's the type of owner that I think would just let Kyrie be Kyrie, and that would incentivize him to stay. You know, Mark Cuban's not going to care what he's just doing off the court as long as he's showing up and playing, right? Um, yeah, you know, I, I, he's that's, just that's he's another yeah. question mark. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, him showing up and playing? Well, yeah, well, in Texas, the, in he Texas, did want to play with LeBron. Mark. I will, I will say, like he he did. That's the reason. Again, that trade got blocked because the Nets owners didn't want it. But it was clearly the best value because the Lakers are that desperate. No, I. Uh, heard but it. I I hear what you're saying. Like if the Mavericks turn out to be where Kyrie can just do whatever the hell he wants, which in Texas, that's kind of the motto. Uh, I see what you're saying. So I could little, see like, yeah. I had heard that, um, and this is just through Twitter, so apparently Luke's got some inside track that we have no idea about. So just, I on the, just on the Kyrie nut situation. Man. Yeah, I did, so I did that's a deep about. on that. I, I had heard that the Nets asking price was too high for the Lakers, not the Nets owner saying, I'm not sending him to la oh no the the owner thing was that came out from the report yeah okay well first of all because i saw the offer was like russ and a couple other people and uh, i think both of those things could be true because for one the nets owner i mean the net he jacked up the the price yeah yeah the way that Kyrie (laughs) kind of treated that organization like they're not gonna you know they got him to come to brooklyn he did whatever the heck and you know, they're not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, Kyrie, we'll do anything. We'll get chip you whoever. No, like they, they yeah. kind of just caused all this drama and they're like, OK, well, we're going to ship you and get the best value. But I mean, as for the asking price, I mean, who let's say Kyrie did go to the Lakers instead of the Mavs. Who like what kind of trade package are we looking at? Because is Westbrook? I feel like Westbrook's got to get shipped and that. I mean, Westbrook and KD, that. Oh, that's not with that at all. So. Yeah. Um, brutal. The the other side of it, and I I'm in this camp. I know a lot. I've seen people on TikTok, Twitter in this camp as well. I'm actually a little surprised Kevin Durant hasn't been traded yet or made it known that he wants to be traded. Uh, this team has mm. been a complete failure. Uh, the that being the Harden, uh, the team that's on your wall behind you, the Harden, Kyrie, yeah, and Durant uh-huh. team. Just uh-huh. a complete. Failure. I got two out of three. Then, but, yeah, yeah. I got Katie right here. <laughs> For all those on YouTube watching, I got my uh, Nets poster in the back with Harden, Kyrie, KD. Um, you know, we're two out of three. So as soon as KD is gone, that's getting burned. Yeah. No. And it just, it, this team feels like a complete failure to me. And I don't see KD taking this team to the finals. I've said that. Um, and, and you guys don't really either. Um, but I, I just, if I was the Nets, I'd just blow it up at this point, right? Like, I, I think that you're better off. Uh, trying to get away from this super team thing with aging superstars of kind of this last generation, you know, uh, they had an incredible team before they made all these moves, right? That D'Lo team uh, that was super young and they dished all this talent out. I mean, they have talent there. Nick Claxton, Cam Thomas, obviously, um, and obviously Katie and Kyrie, but no longer Kyrie. So I guess I'm just a little surprised. I would have, if I was the Nets I or KD even, I would have said, all right, I'm done. Like send me somewhere else, right? Or I'll send him somewhere else because this team is, it just didn't work. I could see that with, with from KD's perspective, but I feel like especially now that the Nets have this 2029 unprotected, you know, first round pick, which 
I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, obviously, Wembenyama has been around for, like, probably the last year or two. But, like, these guys like him or, like, you know, whoever, they just come out of thin air, man. They're they're creating them in the lab, and then they find <laughs> their way onto Bleacher Report. So, by the time 20 to 29 comes around, we could see an eight foot five point guard walking around, you know, <laughs> averaging 70 points. So, I feel like the Nets, and like, as of right now, they're going to keep rolling with it. I really – I think if Katie, you know – especially I don't think he'll want to leave, you know, obviously this year, but next year comes around. If he wants to leave, I think the nets are kind of in a bad spot for maybe three, four years. But after that, if they keep some of their, you know, main role guys and they have these picks later, I mean, I think they will be in a good spot. I wouldn't say blow it up like right as of right now, obviously, but. And I don't think blow it up is like, when I say like blow it up for like, say the bowls, I mean, literally trade every person on the roster. For yeah, the Nets, well, that, it would really just be luck. trade. It would be just like trade KD now, uh, get more first and whatever picks you can get a young, comp, young, you know, star compensation for Kevin Durant, whatever you can get. Uh, and yeah. then try and structure, you know, draft with these draft picks, try and find a superstar. Right. But, um, or maybe you have a superstar in Cam Thomas, that sort of thing, Nick Claxton, but. Yeah, that that's maybe not blow it up is the right word, but trade KD because he's thirty. I mean, whatever. you can, yeah, geez, you don't even have to blow it up. You're going to get so much in return for KD even at this age. So. Yeah, I don't think the Nets are going to be like bad. If if they took KD off the roster right now, they'd be bad. But if they got proper content, you know, decent compensation, uh, give them a year and a half, two years, I think that they'd be pretty good. You know, with what yeah. the young talent they have right now. Um, so I guess sure. I'll ask you guys this: Is who is Dallas coming out of the West now? in your eyes or does it remain to be seen oh man uh oh chris i'll let you lead it off they got a shot man i I know a lot of people love the nuggets um until i see that kind of happen in the playoffs Uh, i'm kind of waiting on it and again this might be the year they kind of feel like the sons of 2020 where everything's kind of clicking like at all five positions for them right now Uh, i mean they've got Everyone's talking about Aaron Gordon being an all-star for, you know, different reasons, being able to defend and not being the, he's a fourth option on that team scoring wise. And they're like, yeah, this guy should be an all-star. Um, yeah. So they, they got all sorts. That's like the one team that should make any moves at the deadline, because I think their rotation is great. It's just a matter of everybody playing up to their ability in the playoffs. I think they've um, been this good for a while. They're just finally all healthy at the same time. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, Jamal right. just and that's, back. Yeah, Jamal yeah. is back. Mike Porter Jr. is out forever. I mean, you know. that like, That's really what's holding them up is Michael Porter Jr. is still young. And again, game experience we've brought on. Like, it, it's minimal. Um, not Definitely not as much as you liked. Same with, like, Jamal Murray. I mean, he's he's been off, but in the same breath the last time he was like playing was the bubble and he was going at it with Donovan Mitchell dropping like 50 like that was so such fun you know first round series so I'm not really uh concerned with his ability to perform it's is the rest of the team around Jokic and if Jamal Murray has bad night are they still gonna be able to win games which I think they can however with the Mavericks um how to beat that per se I'm already looking at the backcourt in my mind. It's Luca and Kyrie versus Jamal Murray and KCP. Um, <laughs> I understand KCP's a little uh, nice little three and D guy there, but 
I'm kind of banking that if Luca doesn't go for 30 on a night, Kyrie will in the playoffs. I think if and he go for 40, he's the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, every year we Luca has these crazy performances, and now that he has Kyrie to dish off to, um, I'm curious if it's going to be too much because I, I'm not confident in Jokic defensively. Uh, I saw a game yeah. recently where they played against the 76ers, and Embiid, like, there was multiple times where – he just humbled him. Like it was, he just went one-on-one, just backed him down and it was no problem. Um, and especially a guy at Jokic's size, the, the amount of usage they use for a seven game series against teams, the Mavericks that like to just go, it's either we're just going to go in transition or Luca is just going to wear you out. And I'm curious, Ben, I'm really curious, but I, I would say right now, those are like my Western conference finals matchup. I think is going to be somewhere in that vein is going to be nuggets mavericks not really sure who comes out for sure though nuggets are just so much deeper yeah um and i'll say this too nobody's mentioned this yet i'm a little shocked they got Kyrie irving and got to keep christian wood you know for that exact matchup that i think he's going to be valuable you don't have a scrub down there you know going at it with Jokic. you know defensively that's that's what's and, like Jokic is still gonna have his way uh i do agree that wood's not gonna get really halted but uh i, I would i wish they'd move like javel for somebody who can lock up like a uh, uh i don't know who even comes to mind man i mean they Yaka have uh... would be a wall but yeah, They're they, they have Maxi Kleba, who's been injured. He's decently, you know, a decent defender. I mean, obviously, he's nothing he's crazy. Garbage, bro. I hate yeah. him, bro. I mean, he's I not good. Him <laughs> and Dwight Powell, bro. Like, I... Okay. I, Dwight like, Powell both, is both awful. People might be like, ah, oh, no. Ugh. I mean, no, I, I'm not saying they're good players. I'm just saying that's another big body because obviously Christian Wood, I mean, I, I you know, I, I have to say this. I mean, we call Anthony day-to-day Davis. Christian Wood's made out of glass and paper too. So that's true. <laughs> I mean, that, I think I think that's the, I think that's where, you know, the biggest problem comes to mind is like, okay, you know, Luca and Kyrie are going to have their way, you know, especially come playoffs, obviously they'll be in the playoffs. What happens when, you know, you catch these teams, they both, they're both having a bad series or a couple bad games. Like neither of them can really get it done, which I, I don't think that will happen to be honest with you. I mean, I think Luca is, you know, Luca, I've never seen Luca have a bad game. His bad game is like 25, you know, eight and eight. So <laughs> Kyrie, I mean, yeah, he, if he's not hitting shots, you know, he kind of disappears and he'll, he'll dish and do whatever. But like, I think that how teams beat them is they somehow lock up them or at least, you know, minimize their production and just pound it down low. And, you know, who Christian Wood, if he's not, if he's injured, I mean, there's nothing going on down there. Dwight Powell is a center who averages five rebounds a game. He's horrible. And Kleba, <laughs> Kleba is, you know, oh I would say Kleba's better than Dwight Powell, but he's better than he shoot a little bit. Yeah, but they're both pretty mad. terrible. So I I don't know. <laughs> As for the the West conversation, I like the Nuggets. the The game last night, um, after I saw, or actually that was two days ago. But yeah, I was I was out last night to see the uh, LeBron game, and I checked mm-hmm. my phone at halftime of the Nuggets game, and Jokic had already had a triple double at halftime. I was like, That's Jesus, ridiculous. this guy's insane. But I think the Nuggets have a real shot. I'd like to see Kyrie like for, you know, five, 10 games just to get a better gauge. I don't want to say they're going to win the finals right now, but I don't, besides the Nuggets and the Mavericks, man, 
we can't forget about the Warriors. I don't care what Thank anyone you. says. Thank the Warriors you. are the Warriors own They're the West. Warriors, they have yeah. owned the West the past however many years. If I'm being honest, man, if the Nuggets keep it up, it's going to be Warriors Nuggets Conference Finals. If the Mavericks can get it together in this short time, you know, maybe you know Warriors Mavs Warriors Nuggets. I don't know. Mavs Nuggets. Probably depends what, who the Warriors play first. That's, who, that's yeah. who I think poses a, a worse matchup for the Warriors is actually the Mavericks now because their biggest strength yeah. is the Warriors' biggest strength. You know, mm-hmm. Jokic brings the brings his problems, but I don't think that the I don't think that the what am I trying to say? I don't think that the Nuggets can stop Curry or anybody in that backcourt. Whereas if the Mavericks have Kyrie and Luca, they can match that production. And so yeah. you know, then it's a battle of scrubs down low with those teams, and maybe it comes down to a guy like Wiggins. So Jokic poses his problems, but they beat Jokic last year. That's kind of where I'm going at. What I'm going with, but yeah, with I, nobody. Yeah, at the end of well, the day, man. The, the yeah, Warriors the Nuggets are... are a different team. Yes, but yeah. they, you know. They're the Warriors. Uh, it's a Tom Brady style. You know, I'm never yeah. going to count them out. They're such a complete team, and that's why I feel like the Nuggets have an actual shot this year is they look amazing. You know, all around, the chemistry is there. These guys aren't injured. You know, Jokic actually doesn't have to go out and drop 40 every night. So, I don't know. I mean, we, I'm just, you know, I just wanted to throw it out there. It's just it's just common knowledge to an NBA fan. You can never sleep on the Warriors. So, oh yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any like in-depth analysis, so I was just like, yeah, we we know the Warriors will be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, yeah, in terms of like, I don't like a fourth team. It, the Pelicans were in the running. I, I haven't seen Zion really play as of late. Jaws on some Gilbert Arenas, you know, <laughs> like yeah, he's he's on one. Um, he's got Luke, the flicky it, on. Luke, do you have the inside scoop on that story too? Because I I really like. Here's what I've heard is that he. Pointed a gun at the Pacers bus. So oh, no, okay. So that no, so somebody in his SUV. Yeah, there was so. Bro had a red was, dot. He had the Glock with the beam on it. All right, listen. So this is what happened. There, there was a there was a Grizzlies Pacers game, I believe, in Indiana. I, I forget actually if yeah. it was home or away, but basically some of John Morant's um buddies, entourage, whatever you want to call it, they were like talking their stuff, whatever. And eventually they got kicked out of the game. And because this happened, I think um, this happened when they went over to Indiana, I guess, um, or I, I don't know. I, f- I forget where, what it was all home and away. But anyways, I know that John Morant was in a presumably blacked out Cadillac Escalade SUV type of car. And he was riding with the boys. One of his boys clearly had a Glock with a beam on it and pointed the beam at the, at the Pacers, you know, yeah. whatever, which is ridiculous. You I can't mean, do you, that. You, if you're in the <laughs> NBA, I mean, you can't do that. I, the fact that this has already kind of been swept under the rug, like I've seen yeah. like Shannon Sharp saying, you're an NBA player. Like you can't act hard. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, you're a franchise player, dude. What are you doing? You know, riding around with guns in your car, man. Like, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really know Ja was was one of them boys, but hey, he's not. Know. That's what I've heard is he's not like he was I, raised I've, like yeah. went to a private school and everything. Like, yeah, I I don't know, man. I mean, this this is just another. This season has just been filled with all these side quests. Like, this is just one of them. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope the that unskippable nothing... side quest. Yeah, I, I hope oh. nothing comes to this. Like, not to say, you know, Jaws in the wrong, because I think that, you know, that he is. But I just hope that nothing else happens as in, like, 
you know, say they fired a shot, you know what I'm saying? Like they're right. And then they tried to, I saw an article where they tried to say like, there was a laser, like one of those like laser pointer. They're not riding around with a laser pointer in the car. Yeah, come on. Come on, come on. on. It's it's 2023, man. They're, they're just, it's the Grizzlies. And now after this, their jaws coming out and saying, oh, the Grizzlies are the most hated team. I've seen it on social media. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, I, I could. Yeah, I mean, you clearly you're trying to now. And I remember last episode, I was sitting here trying to say, "Yeah, Jaws not the villain on this villainous team. It's Dylan Brooks." But <laughs> I like mean, Jesus. Yeah, a week guy. later he comes out with the blicky. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> NBA is a crazy place, man. Yeah, I mean, they got you know, Mister Six and a Half Points a Game throwing punches at Shannon Sharp and and Jaw's dad joining in, and then now this. Yeah, I think they're the most hated team in the NBA. I can get behind that. They're yeah. trying to create Arkham Asylum down there, bro. <laughs> Stephen Adams, yeah. and Bane. You got Joker and you got Gritty and Joker and Jaw. I mean, this is this is a mess. But uh, now I, I don't uh, I don't want to harp too much on the. Uh, Gilbert Arenas Jr. Um, in terms of what what do we have next, man? Oh, Are we, we gotta gonna talk, talk about LeBron. Is that yeah. what we're gonna talk about next? We, we, I mean, we have to we have to touch on it. We gotta touch on it. We gotta touch. Uh, on I'll it. ask the question, so I don't. You know, I, I don't want to. You know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So LeBron becomes the all-time leading scorer uh, last night. Has a great first half. Comes out. Uh, scores. You know, sixteen. In the second, in the third quarter, uh, to get it, and then I think he scored like three more the rest of the game. Um, but he was playing; he was touching the ball every time. So, um, look, I've obviously a great accomplishment, but you know, I'll, I'll open up the floor before I give my thoughts. Uh, what do you, what does this mean for LeBron's legacy, uh, and, and what does this mean for the NBA as well? You know, your takes. Uh, I'm not gonna lie; I was honestly before the record, like probably a month or two ago. I, I've always been pretty in the middle. I've always just kind of given like Mike the, well, his peak was legendary, scored the most points in a season. So uh, we're just going to like kind of give him that 6-0 finals. Like I, I didn't really dive into the numbers and whatnot until lately and seeing JJ Redick and other guys yep. just break down like, LeBron is still, I think it was like a point, a point, was it point two or point three career average behind KD for scoring yeah. and three or four points behind Jordan in terms, and that's average. Like I, I was, I, and I was thought that I'm like, you know, I feel like LeBron drops like 50 more often than I remember. And like, as he's like high scoring games, like more than I remember. And then uh, so I'm like, okay, well maybe it's it, Jordan's more clutch. And I hear the clutch time points where Kobe is actually ahead of Jordan in that. And LeBron's ahead of all. And LeBron's had the most game winners in the playoffs. He's also had the most clutch points in the playoffs. Uh, There's just like a whole list. And I didn't have it in front of me because I didn't want to get in the entire debate today. But basically, I feel like the last like pinnacle outside of, I, I mean, I don't know how LeBron, especially in today's NBA, can go on a tear and three-peat. Like, I don't see that, that happening, but he's been in the league for 20 seasons and has gone to the finals for half of them. Uh, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, I- I'm sorry. Like, as much as I love Michael Jordan, like, 
LeBron never even had to step away from the game either. Like he's been the like pretty much perfect, like in terms of like an NBA player, like career wise, like what more does this man have to do other than try and get to more finals, get more rings, which he's still going to play a couple more years. Like that's on the table, depending on where he goes. Uh, I just, I have a hard time like standing up for Michael Jordan anymore at this point. And I'm not saying it was this record, like because he got it last night, that's what leapfrogged it. It was breaking down everything leading up to this record and realizing as efficient great as Michael Jordan was at scoring, LeBron was not that far behind and is better in pretty much everything else. Luke? Yeah. I, I, I would also say I was kind of in the middle. I mean, growing up like in the midwest michael jordan's always been michael jordan bro like yeah but, I, I... and and honestly i'm still gonna That's stand by that soul. but i i i think i've I, i've been thinking about this the past like month or two how how i would want to like word it i'm still kind of unsure but i i think at this point especially with this record and also just to touch on everything you just said the the records and the most points in the playoffs all this stuff i mean LeBron's got, like you said, like he is the most perfect NBA player, like a career couldn't go. You know what I mean? Like the longevity is such a big factor and he's, you know, been in the league for 20 years and he's been good for 20 years. So you can't just sweep that under the rug. And I think after this, the scoring record, he's definitely one of the all time great scorers. I mean, top three, I, I would say, obviously just because he has this record. I mean, obviously, you know, Jordan had a shorter career. He was better at scoring, but I think now after this record, I would say that Jordan was the greatest. He was feared by all when, when you play against Jordan, you you know, you're in for, you're in for a night. LeBron, you're not, you know, he, he, obviously people feel LeBron, but it was never the same as Jordan, but I, I would say Michael Jordan's the greatest NBA player to ever touch the court, but LeBron is the greatest all around just NBA career of all time, if that makes sense. And I, I don't know, like if I, if I was going to still rank him, I would still have Jordan one LeBron two all time stats and all that LeBron's clearly going to eclipse him at some point. I don't know about the finals. I mean, there's only so much weight that can hold, but I don't know, man. I mean, I, I got to start putting more respect on LeBron's name. I was never a LeBron hater, but like, I just, I would sleep on him, man. And now I've never been a fan either. Like, it, trust me, it doesn't feel good to like, yeah. just concede this guy. But like, it's, it's hard to like pick away something at this you gotta, point. Yeah. That, you got to give him his respect now at this point, man. He's been like, doing he's... it for longer, almost as longer than we've been alive. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I'm still going to die on the hill of Jordan was the greatest to ever do it. LeBron is the greatest all around player, which sounds the same, but I, I don't know. It makes sense in my head. But I also want to say that come 10, 20 years from now, I feel like all these kids who grew up watching LeBron, Jordan's eventually going to fall under the rug. He's just going to be this guy. Oh, Michael Jordan. Like he's not, I, I don't know. I have a feeling that the next generation is going to have LeBron as their goat. I'm always going to have Jordan as mine regardless, but. Yeah, Caleb, you can you can uh, make yeah. your take. Yeah, I I actually what you touched on at the very end there is something that I've a, t- a take that I haven't said yet that I'll say now that's that's really really been bothering me. Um, I think basketball is and this is a little off topic, but basketball is the only sport where we like discredit somebody for playing in the past. Like, does that make sense? Like, we don't look at like Joe no. Montana 
and cr- like discredit anything he did. Or Jim, like Jim Brown is still in everybody's like top five running backs. Like it's undisputed. But like we look at like Bill Russell and what he accomplished and we're just like, oh, nah, he just played against a bunch of plumbers. Like it, it doesn't really count. Right. Like it was, di- it was different though. That's it was, no, it's it not. Was. But why do we it discredit was. somebody for being the best of their time? Like, that's what I'm saying. We literally discredit players for being the best of best. They could have been and the best in the league at their time. And so like we do the same, th- we're going to do the same thing for LeBron in 25 years. Maybe we won't because we grew up and we saw it, but the, our kids will, right. They'll do the same thing for Jordan in that same amount of time, just like Luke said. And it's like, we have this era where it's like, and it, it creeps up every so often. It's like, oh, it used to be like Larry and Magic were like the start of the real NBA. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like these unwritten rules, and it just bothers me. That's all. I just don't. Th- I just don't like discrediting players for being the best of their time. Like, I think that's just the reality of of like, how the NBA changes over yeah, the years. Yeah, it's not. Like, I'm not saying the credit. game doesn't. I'm not like, saying the game doesn't. Players, like, you guys, like, don't like do Cam it. Thomas, so, you know, like, like look yeah, at like the, the average NBA player is better. Don't disagree at all, but like when it comes to like when it comes to all time comparisons, people just automatically will downgrade somebody because oh he he played in the sixties and like to me that's just I think that's dumb that doesn't happen. I think in that's any more. Other sport. I think you yeah. have to. I think it sucks, but I think you I, have. I don't know. No, I, I think that's going to be more of a problem in the these next you know generations to come because yeah, obviously... because where does it where does it end right that's where my question yeah. is. like where do we are we going to firmly draw the line at Bird and Magic played real basketball because I think that's going to get pushed and we're going to be forty or fifty years old and people are going to be like oh you know Jordan played against plumbers actually people already say Jordan played against plumbers and all this stuff right um, which it's more so LeBron fan memes that are saying that but. Uh, they're going to say that about LeBron too. And we're going to be like, oh, you know, Curry, Curry didn't play against anybody. You know, this new guy, he's way, he's way better than Curry ever could have been. Right. And it's like, we keep, it's never going to end. And so that's my problem. It's like, there's just not enough respect on like, if you're the best player of your era, like we can talk about accolades and compare eras, but it's don't just discredit somebody because they were born a couple of decades earlier. We don't do that in football. We don't do that in baseball. We don't do that in hockey. Like um, it's only basketball where we do that. As for LeBron um, and what you guys had to say about what he accomplished last night, uh, look, I, I'm I'm the self I'm a self admitted like I, I just like you guys said, grew up in Chicago, Chicago land area. Uh, never liked LeBron. Don't I, I don't like him still, uh, but I have just a crazy amount of respect for this guy. You guys said it best. Uh, what more can you ask for out of a career, right? If you're an 18 year old kid checking in for your first game, and somebody tells you, hey, in 20 years you're gonna be the all time leading scorer in it. Like nobody's getting, you're not like, that's crazy to think about It's And he's going to get to 40 something thousand too, right. Depending on how much longer he goes. So it, it's, it's unreal to think about. It's not like he limped into the finish line here, right. He's he put up 37 oh, last man. night. He's still averaging 20 something, you know, high twenties. Um, and what you mentioned he's averaging JJ, 30 on the season. Yeah. 30.2. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. It's insane. Um, so when it comes to, well, I don't know if it's a kid, but, uh, when it comes, is that what you said? Or never mind. I, heard, I thought you said Sorry. kids insane. But when it comes to like what JJ Redick had to say, uh, I actually really like it. Uh, I LeBron, I've always felt like was a scorer. I was never in that like, oh, LeBron's a pass first player. Same, he's yeah. I don't, I don't know like, where that narrative started from. I don't really like like it, maybe when he was on the Heat dropping twenty five and he won finals. MVP. Yeah, I, I mean. I don't know, man. He's always, like, isn't there? Isn't his record like he's he's done however many games in a row with at least twenty points? 
I mean, oh, you can, yeah, how yeah, can you call, how tiny. can you not call this guy yeah. an all time scorer? But I, I don't know, man. I mean, and also just to touch on what you just said, Caleb, I didn't mean to cut you off, but man, no, this LeBron coming coming into the league were saying like labeled as a prodigy. He's got they people were saying he was going to be the greatest before he even stepped on the court, and for him to come out and exceed all expectations and do what he's doing now. You got to give him his flowers, man. That's bottom bottom line. I mean, I'm I I know people who are you know live and die by LeBron. They're LeBron fans, and you know I'm not gonna say <laughs> I hate them, but they're you know they have their takes. No, they're or... more anni- annoying to me than LeBron actually is. And the problem, yeah, is that I have to like, <laughs> yeah. disassociate the two because people they they say some you know and Jordan fans everybody has fans you know all sports but yeah uh, Bron fans they've been doing been at it for years but. The people uh, that aren't open. It's it's the people that die on the Jordan was better winner or the LeBron's better physically. He kills Jordan. Like, yeah, that's I think neither are true. And I actually would like to say I'm not going to try and discredit the arrows, but I think it would be very interesting if MJ was in this era because I think he would probably average 40 for a couple of seasons. But yeah. we're never going to know. But- and, but so, like, I would say the same so thing when you, ta- when you talk about eras and the floor of an NBA player, guys like Cam Thomas who are sitting on the bench, it's better than it's ever been right now. That's only going to continue better. to get better as time goes on. But when it comes to those guys that stand out, those all-time greats, I truly believe that they would all translate to any era of the game, right? Like Most. That's like Bill Russell's one that comes to mind where it's like, yeah, I have to draw. That might be the okay, line but, when there was but, like but eight Chamberlain, teams. There was no I would say most. Was Chamberlain stuff. would because he was 7-1. I think he'd find a role. I don't think he would be Wilt Chamberlain. He would be dropping 100 in today's NBA. No. Oh, but no, he would but still be very is. good. Yeah. Like, um, he's an athletic I'd monster. Say LeBron can go back in time and play in any era and oh, yeah. just as dominant. Right, there Same might be things MJ, he has yeah. to change. People always knock MJ's three-point shooting. If LeBron, if MJ played today, he'd be a really solid. He'd be, he'd be a great three-point shooter. He'd be better than you know Demar Derozan, right? LeBron like, didn't have a three coming into the league. That's something people no, develop. Yeah, Brooke Lopez yeah. never took him. Like we don't know. That's what I think is so interesting about the the hypothetical aspect of this. And, yeah, and that goes is... for other guys too. Like you cannot tell me and people always knock Larry Bird, right? Oh, he was some white guy. He was slow. Like dude, so is Luca. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so is Luca. L- and Larry Bird walked so Luca could run. Like exactly. Yes. Luca Doncic, this is a sign of Luca Doncic has been the biggest boost to Larry Bird's legacy. I think that he could have ever asked for because this guy was dead in the water until Luca showed up and just walks around and gets around everybody going, a mile an hour like a turtle, but uh, <laughs> yeah. all that to say this, uh, when I say LeBron, I believe LeBron is the second greatest player of all time. That is a very high compliment. I never thought he would get anywhere close to there, especially a couple years ago when he lost however many straight finals uh, to the Warriors, right? Uh, when he lost, I never thought he'd get here in my mind, but uh, there are a few things that separate Michael, in my opinion, and I'm not even going to like cite them because I don't think we need to get into like a huge statistical debate. I think it's, I, I don't have a problem when somebody says LeBron is their best player of all time. Uh, but when they say it's not close, that's why I have a problem. Yeah. Um, and I don't so, think anyone can say that. Yeah. I think a majority of people still think Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. I think if you were to poll every basketball fan, I think that it would be above 50, but would say that. But, um, and, and, you know, I, my problem is like Kareem was nobody's goat last week. And now all of a sudden, this is like this 
huge, it's maybe it's a cherry on top, but it doesn't change that much of where we were, in my opinion, right? It like, doesn't. It doesn't change anything besides the fact yeah. that he moved up one spot. I mean, Kareem, he's, you know, I, when you see top 10 lists, Kareem's usually hovering or, you know, in the top I think he's five, three, man. I think he's three. Three, three. I, no, I think he's good, three. Yeah, he's got yeah. six like, MVPs. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, Talk about timeless. Yeah, that's that guy's yeah. seven, two, and had an unstoppable shot today. Yeah, yeah, nobody's no, been able to replicate it since. So, yeah. Um, look, I think Michael's the GOAT. When people, when, my biggest reference point, and Luke's going to like this, uh, who's really like just changed my outscape on the GOAT debate and, and just like ranking players ever. Go look up Jimmy High Roller on YouTube and just watch his videos, man. He just d- deep dives. They're fascinating stuff. It's stats you've never even thought about. Uh, and it just like changes your perspective. And that goes to anybody listening. That goes to Christian. If you haven't checked him out, like it's, I have, I don't, it's like peaks and historic peaks. Just, yeah. Like yeah. He, he just makes really I take good take everybody content, in consideration. Man. Yeah. And so um, look, I think Michael's better. I think he had the best peak in any sport potentially ever. The only guy that comes to mind is like Michael Phelps or Wayne Gretzky. Uh, but the things that I respect the most when we talk about like better or worse all time, uh, longevity, consistency, LeBron is the king. like it's not even like that and that's like no pun intended like this guy's been doing it for so long and this goes for any sport when we talk football christian like what are my two things like okay defense yes but uh, longevity consistency and like can you do it great for a long time so i'm giving him his flowers man right uh i think michael was a better defender on that note but we're not going to go into that but yeah i feel like i've been talking a while that's how i feel i don't think it changes anything for me but other than like I think it's cool. I never thought I'd see somebody break through the record. So I turned on the game last night and watched it as much as I disliked watching the Lakers play basketball this year. Um, yeah. You know. yeah I, think, I think the last thing I got to say is, for one, um, we can move on after this, but for one, kind of what you said earlier about the all-time greats in every era, I think most all, all-time greats can play in any era. That's why they're all-time greats. When you talk Most, about a guy yeah. like Bill Russell, that's, you know, the question mark comes up. I think he would be, you know, he'd probably switch down to a power forward position. And I think he would he'd still be, be the manimal, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> he'd, he'd be all right, you know, yeah, and maybe I, he developed a jumper, but he was shooting like 40% back in the day. So, I mean, yeah, he was I mean, really, man. he was an elite defender and, you know, he benefited from. Yeah, incredible defender against and, a couple seven real other teams, teams being yeah. in the league. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I that he still would be that, if he. I'll say this: if Bill Russell plays in the eighties, uh, he's probably not as good as a guy like Kareem, but I think he's a very like elite player still. Right. Yeah, I, I think he would be elite as well. I just don't. Okay, first of all, the championships are gone. No, uh, that is no, no question. Yeah. No, ain't no way he is carrying the Jason guys, Tatum Celtics to that. Just for, for, this is put anybody on blast, but you guys watched any of the film of the 60s? Like how Jerry oh, yeah. it's awful. It's, it's, it's awful. It's brutal. And like, brutal. so like you are. I didn't say Jerry West. Account, name, right? I'm saying say the Jerry all-time West greats. But Bill Russell's in, in there. And he only yeah. Jerry West. Like when I, I just. I'm, oh, when I say I, all-time I think, greats. I think Elgin Baylor turns like better than. I don't know. West it, had it, a it's very hard to say. Time, it's like, like you before the eighties shoes. Like, is this guy going to grow up in an era where he's shooting the ball all the time? Like where they actually take jump shots and like, you know, I have better handles than half the guys that played back then. And I barely played high school basketball. Like, you know, like, right. Yeah. So you're seeing the, the problem. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's yes, I'm it seeing the problem. Do, we have to I take it saying, in the context. But what I am saying is if that guy, what I don't like what people do is they just automatically discredit Jerry West. 
where it's like if Jerry West was born in 2001, like me, and you know, he would have equivalent handles, like like he scales up is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, which I also I do believe that if like he if was in the best context, shooter in the league at the time, and he all would I'm, still be a great shooter today, he just would be shooting three point shots. Yeah, I'm just trying to say that as for the hypothetical and like the debate that will never end. I when I say all time greats, I'm referring to like top 20, top 30 best players of all time. I feel like most of them. I don't have a specific, you know, he, you know who, but most of them could play in most eras. Is what I'm trying to say. And I don't know, Bill Russell. Like I said before, I in today's NBA, if he played exactly how he did back then, now he's not going to be that good. That's just reality. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're gonna get you're, yeah, you're gonna like have no guys who are taller than scale, him. He's screwed. Yeah, yeah, but. As for the other point I wanted to make, um, I, I and I, I we can stop talking. I don't know why I keep bringing this up, but as for the Michael Jordan LeBron debate, man, I you have him, Caleb, as your one. Uh, Michael Jordan and Christian, do you do you have Michael Jordan as one, or is LeBron has he eclipsed that? I for still you? think I think one thing is true, like in terms of like the peak like the apex of Jordan's career, I think is going to be pretty impossible to top. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. But like, it's, it's well, very also difficult for me to, it, it's like, <laughs> I think I know where you're about to go. This is exactly what I was, I was going to say was, is because I'm not one of those guys, debate... bro. Like I'm not that like where I, like everything in career is important to me, but it's like LeBron has done so much. Yeah, and that's a, that's the exact point I'm trying to say is once LeBron eclipses, let's say forty thousand points, it, it's going to get to the point where it's like okay, longevity. Obviously, Jordan had a way shorter career. Longevity has to play a factor eventually. Of unfortunately, I think it already is. But yeah, like, that's why he's my two. Like, yeah. if, if he'd have retired after 2016, like when he was what 35 at that time, or oh, no, he would have been younger than that. Let's say he retired uh, before he went to the Lakers, right? He just retired after 2018. Uh, I think he'd be like in my top 10, top five, but like the longevity is what's really pushing him in my mind uh, up to two. It's good. It's going to, yeah. And I feel, I hate to say this. I, I really don't want to say this, but I think it's going to come down to in a couple of years, man. Like it's going to be undoubted. Like he's going to have multiple records, like even rebounds and assists. He's going to keep climbing up those ranks. I don't know. I, I just want to get that off my chest because Jordan, like I said, he'll always be my goat. And you guys said it best, like the peak of, you know, sport performance. Jordan was the goat like he there was no one better than Jordan at what he did. But when it comes to just a overall career, man, LeBron, I mean, give it two years. He's going to be dishing the ball to Bronny and who knows, probably Bryce, too. So <laughs> he's definitely going to get to 40K points at that point. So that you're just I don't know. Basically, what I'm trying to say is is I could see my viewpoint kind of changing, but I don't know. I'd have to find a way to, to word it because like I keep saying for the okay. 17th this, time. I yeah. think, okay. I think I this think... is where I, I think I know what you're talking about because with Giannis, it's like by the end of his career, he might be a top five player, but I can't like say that he's in my top five right now because there's guys who've just done more, even though as a talent, he's better than Bill Russell. Like it's, it's things I have league. to take in. Yeah. I have to take a lot into consideration and I think I'm on this track of like I'm taking LeBron in the sense that like I'm just anticipating that he's gonna have a flawless career uh, unless he like retires for a season or like gets in trouble off court. I like, wouldn't say flawless. as much as we don't, don't like his arrogance. 
No, that's the thing. Like, we don't like his arrogance, but in terms of, like, what you can ask for from an 18-year-old kid and the career he's had and the expectations these guys brought up, like, he's hit every mark and more. And so, like, yeah. I don't know what he else, like, he could do to get that number one spot in my mind. And if we're already talking that down the road he's going to get it, I might as well just put him there now. It sucks. It yeah. sucks to say it. So I think but like, like I, I, I can't the, really deny it anymore. In my I mind. think the best way to put it in it is this: is if you'd have told somebody in 2003 when he entered the league or whenever in during his career, right? Uh, if you just said like, "What does somebody need to do to like become Michael Jordan? Like be be better than Michael Jordan?" Uh, a lot of people would say like, "Oh, somebody's got to go seven for seven, right?" Or like, you don't really know how to like conceptualize that. And when you really look at it, it's like, what. LeBron has done might be the only way to surpass how great Michael Jordan actually was. Like this is the only route somebody could have taken where it's like, you got to be top five in assists. You got to be like 4,000 points ahead of the next guy. Right. You just got to destroy this record to where, and you got to be a 28 and a half or 27 and a half point scorer for 20 years to have a chance. Like that's how great Michael Jordan actually is in people's minds. Um, and another thing too is LeBron is he does he, he's hurt by and I'm going to use this word but like the lore of players after they retire and we're yet to see how LeBron's like legacy will change after he retires mm-hmm. but like Michael Jordan's lore is like the last time we saw him he won six the last time six times we saw him everybody discounts these Wizards weird Wizards years but you know we never saw him like fail. So that like attributes oh. to his lore. You know what I'm saying? Where like he's remembered as like this guy who hit the shot against Utah, this incredible winner, and then Jerry Cross blew up the team. And like Michael said himself, he would have rather lost. But like I think we can all admit the fact that the Bulls never lost and just got like just the team was destroyed by other factors really benefits Michael Jordan's legacy. He climbed the mountain and beat the Pistons and never lost again. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And then he retires. That benefits him oh, too. Yeah. I don't think they beat those Rockets teams, man. I'm just going to be honest. I think one of those years, if not both, the Rockets knock them off before they get Dennis Rodman. So uh, it, it's like he's benefits. He's just benefited perfectly from certain timings. Um, and, it, you know, there's other things too. Like if Michael comes out of high school and, you know, he's 18 when he's under the league, yeah, he's going to have more than he's probably going to be. He probably would beat Kareem, you know? So there's other things that LeBron has the advantage too of that timing. He was like 5,000 less. I like I, I like the take, but dude. He, he averaged well. You're okay, but you're also forgetting he had he lost three years to college on LeBron, uh, and then I, I'm factoring that half, in. Like if we, we added three years half. of him being a baby, I mean, averaging twenty, I don't know if he'd still catch Kareem, like with the five thousand. Oh, I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I think that's that's just all I'm factoring he, in. And I know, I know the, like math, the math works out to like if he scores his average amount of points in five, if he plays twenty seasons, so he played fifth, fourteen or whatever. Take the total yeah. points. Uh, if you average that out per year and then you add up to 20 seasons, it's 43,000. So like at his pace of whatever his career was, um, it would have been that, which is stupid. Hypotheticals are dumb, right? He, he didn't do that. But what I'm trying to say is like, I guess I lost what I was trying to say. I go, oh, the lore, this like, uh, we remember, yeah, Kobe we know like mentality. That's um, why but, he's everybody's favorite. Like it's Jordan. He went it's just storybook and, and LeBron yeah. uh, does not have that. Sometimes I wonder if LeBron, you guys can answer this, like if LeBron had retired after the bubble or after the 3-1 lead, like uh, is he like remembered better? Like we won't know that answer until after he retires, but it's a genuine question I have where it's like if he goes out on some high note 
the last time we see him, that matters to somebody's legacy. Look at what it's done to Kobe, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's... the only take that, I, that I've been cooking up is, I mean, I, I like the discussion, but I know no one said that, no, you know, Kareem's record was going to be unbreakable, but I got to be honest, bro. If LeBron eclipses 40, I, that will be the most unbreakable record in sports Well, and history. especially because no one comes out of high school either yeah i mean right. that that is must that changes i don't care like i know we talk about sometimes like oh the nba is evolving the players are scoring not dude it's no so one is to be that good for that long in the yeah NBA. no one is doing that bro okay for nobody I'm to figure you out like it's it's, it's, it's nuts it's yeah nuts. i i just gotta get that off my chest that will be the most unbreakable sports record of all time as after lebron hits 40k i mean and who knows he might I even think, go, you go know what more. though this might be going, a hot yeah. take man but uh, I think somebody might get it. Like all records get broken. Give it a hundred years. Well, yeah, yeah, like that's what I'm We're saying. We're not like, probably see it in our lifetime. I'm, we might not see it in our lifetime. No, I totally agree. But I, I wouldn't be shocked, man. You know, there's there's some things that just like we we yeah. say this about Kareem's record. We we we're gonna say this about Brady's Super Bowls. We're gonna you know we say it about all these other things. I, records get broken. You know, they're meant to be broken. Yeah. So, um. We can move on, though. You know, we, we spent a lot of time. Uh, I do want to say final statement. Like, all, all respect to LeBron, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah. What more could you ask for? I think you guys said that best. But let's do it. Let's do a little better or worse than a classic statement. We got we got a couple minutes, you know, about 20 or so minutes left. Um, so um, let's kick it off. We talked about it at the beginning of the episode. Let's, let's do it a little bit more. So Kyrie Irving, um, where, where's his all-time legacy stock up? Um, does anybody want to go first? You know, we've done this segment many times. So does anybody have a guy they really want to go first? I got a lot. Gilbert I got Arenas. five. Yeah. Oh, oh, Gilbert. You got five. Okay. Gilbert Arenas. Just, yeah. Maybe just run, run. Yeah. One each for the sake of time. But yeah. I mean, we don't Let's have go to Gilbert go. Arenas, we could just rifle them off or go, you know, go whatever. But Gilbert Arenas, man. Oh, geez. Uh, my, my instant take is Kyrie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but let me pull up the uh, pull up the numbers. Right. Yeah, it's probably Kyrie, but ultimately, I think I said yeah. a nice peak. He had a nice peak. Without even looking at the uh, the stats, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Kyrie right off, rifle it off. Yeah, I mean, wow, his peak is pretty good, but really good. I, I, yeah. Kyrie is well, surprisingly, uh, as better longevity for a guy who just cannot. Uh, seem to be on the basketball floor. Uh Arenas too, like when he got to the end of his career, I'm just looking at his numbers, like he, he was good. like less than ten points a game. Uh and Kyrie yeah. might get to that point, but they've played about the like Kyrie's played twelve seasons, Arenas played eleven, and Kyrie's averaging twenty seven this year. He's still going. Yeah. So yeah. Um I'll go Kyrie. But Luke, you got five, so give us one at least to start to kick it sure. off. Um, Kyrie Irving better or worse than Allen Iverson? Mm. Two guys with quite the handle, man. That's a good one. Maybe even top two handles of all time, right there. Actually, that'd be a good list to do. Top handles of all time. Um, man, Iverson was really good. <laughs> yeah, and Kyrie, uh, I'll take never... Kyrie. No, man. I'll take Kyrie. I'll take the bait because uh, this is – I'm going to take the Go bait ahead. because – No, nah, because this is this is your problem. 
you're a numbers guy. If you go look the numbers right now, Kyrie's got Iverson beat. Iverson just had a couple seasons, like in his MVP, where he averaged a couple more points than Kyrie. But efficiency, it's hands down Kyrie Irving. And as much as I love Allen Iverson, uh, he's one of those guys that had a good peak. His longevity definitely fell off, like at a certain point. And Kyrie's still going. Um, All right. And All they're right. they're re- close enough in relative era that I gotta go with Kyrie, man. I like just watching the two. I can actually watch film on AI and it be somewhat relative to like what we're seeing today. And he he's just not doing what Kyrie's doing. Not even close scoring wise. Here's he, here's why um, he is close scoring wise. Efficiently, Kyrie is definitely better. I will definitely concede that. Uh, efficient, you know, field goal percentage forty five percent career for Allen Iverson is fifty three for Kyrie Irving. Um, but AI, yeah. <laughs> this comes back. I'm surprised you did this because you're usually a a proponent of bus driver, bus rider. I was going to um, say that as well. He never won a finals. Yeah, but he won an MVP, and he took a team to the finals. So uh, D Rose, he won an MVP. But Kyrie never made, or D Rose never made to the finals, and D Rose is the biggest what if in history. So um, I think that you come down to bus driver. Allen Iverson was way better than Kyrie ever was and ever has been. Uh, Kyrie hasn't been a bus driver since he LeBron, uh, you know, came to Cleveland. He, 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 uh, and then when too. it comes to when He's it comes to Kyrie scoring, LeBron. When it comes to scoring, uh, <laughs> I didn't know this, but uh, AI averaged 30 like five or six yeah. times. And there's a there's like a from from 90. Well, I'll just read his numbers till when he um, left Denver. His points per game go as a rookie 23, 22, 27, 28. 31, 31, 28, 27, 30, 33, 26, 31, 25, and then 27 or 26. Uh, and then after he left Denver, his last few years in Denver, the numbers went down below 20. Um, but th- th- he was no long, he was not this short peak guy, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I mean, he was over 25 points a game from 1997 to 2007. Like, uh, yeah, but the efficiency number really gets me because the Sixers had nobody. Like that was common knowledge. He was and yeah, like he when was... Harden when Harden had nobody, Harden was getting sixty on good efficiency, and like Iverson was getting his points and still getting pretty far. But like his his farthest run was that two thousand one year, and outside of that, it that was always a knock on Iverson during that time. It was like, oh, he's is he gonna get a championship? Is he gonna beat Kobe? Like he can never like get to you know be that guy. And Kyrie's never gotten the shot to like be the guy. He's always behind LeBron and KD. And was when it was with the Celtics, we saw he was playing along Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yeah, they were young, but they turned out to be ball dominant players as well. I would love to see Kyrie with a team of just a bunch of nobodies. I would love to see what that entails. It's probably some crazy numbers, like we're seeing with yeah. the Hardens of the past, the Lucas currently. And it's cool down the same team. But again, now he's with another like top five player in the NBA. And Iverson just got the chance to you know compete for that but kobe and shaq were to the top five in the same team so i don't know if i can give them top five uh for a long time during that like 2001 couple year stretch but i just think kyrie is like more efficient he still has like room to go like he's gonna have he's gonna beat iverson on longevity and everyone loves iverson as a scorer but if kyrie's better at that like who are you rather have on your team I mean, for a game, oh, well, not, I mean, not, not in terms I was gonna say. of like long term <laughs> and off, like just for purely basketball. 
I'm going to take the bigger guard who's going to get me more points efficiently. It's just that simple. Like, like it's not – I don't want to read too much into it. Legacy, I will where say, I'm man, just going by, like, oh, my eyes and numbers are telling me. That's a fair case. Uh, and, and throwing in Kyrie's ring, too, I, th- I think matters. Uh, the other thing that I guess I forgot about, uh, Allen Iverson was a really good defender, and that also helps. But I, I still – my main argument is bus driver, bus mm-hmm. rider, which is surprising. But you know what, man? I, I think you made a great case. Uh, I could – it's an argument. Still going Iverson, but is it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my. Just, that's a good one. Luke, great, great. Yeah, he was. He was someone who I just came to mind. I mean, I as for my take, um, I feel bad the fact that this five ten, five eleven guy had to go up against Prime Shaq and Kobe to get his own. <laughs> yeah, but... like jeez, <laughs> that like the fact that he even made it that far is just insane. But anyway. I, I think I'd have to go with Kyrie. I would have to side with Christian when basically everything he said. Really? I mean, Kyrie's never had to be that guy like Allen okay. Iverson did, but efficiency does play a big factor. And, you know, Kyrie, the, the way that his career has been trending, he's always had that, you know, besides on the Celtics when, you know, he was the old one of the older guys on that team. Like he's always had that. He's always, he's been the number two option is what I'm trying to say. Allen Iverson is basically always number one until he got older. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's I why I, I still... find it. I find it weird that Christian's going the other way. But go ahead. Yeah, I interrupt. Yeah, no, I, don't think I, I just option makes you good, right? Like, I think that's what you're trying to say. Like, yeah, it's cool. He's no, option, I'm just. Doesn't I'm mean not he's really better than Kyrie say... Irving just because. Luke, like... Luke, finish your statement. We interrupt. I, I was just yeah. I, basically, what I'm trying to say is, as I got Kyrie, I mean, I think Allen Iverson was one of the all-time greats as well. But I don't know. I, I think Kyrie. Another thing Christian said, he's still got room to improve. He could add it, you know, him and Luca could go get a chip this year. I mean, yeah, Iverson, that's number two. Obviously, I don't think Kyrie's ever even had the the chance to get an MVP just because of the situations that he's been in his whole career. So yeah. I'm not really necessarily knocking him for Iverson MVP, Kyrie not. So that's why I'm giving it to Kyrie. That's fair. Um, and what I'm saying, Christian, is just basically based off your track record. Your pick here does like I'm not disagreeing that hardly with your pick. I think it's close. You're just you're just surprised when you're usually a bus driver guy. That's usually your take. So if, yeah, if they're yeah. good. That's <laughs> what you trying to say. Alan Iverson wasn't good. <laughs> like like good <laughs> as the bus driver. Like you you get the bus to its goal. And he got a close, successful bus driver. Yeah. But then he he ran into the wall called Kobe and Shaq. So fair enough. Unfortunate. But fair enough. Unfortunate. Yeah. They actually, you know, people forget too that uh Denver team. Ran into Kobe too, <laughs> yep. with Mellow and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, Mellow, yeah. All right, so with AI, um, I want to I want to pick for my names here for you guys. I want to see if I can get you guys. Um, based on that, I'll go. Okay, a better or worse all time than Kyrie Irving, uh, Gary Payton. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we. I uh, I got Kyrie straight up. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, defense, you can give it to Gary Payton. I don't care. Uh, Kyrie's yeah, better. At everything everything else. else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want to die on the defense, hell, okay, I'll about let you. But um, just so that okay, let me player, ask you guys: Where is Gary Payton on your all-time point guards list? Oh, jeez. Maybe like top twenty. Top twenty, top twenty-five. Yeah. Okay, so then where's Kyrie? Top twenty for sure. Yeah, by like 
teens, I think, like 15, 16 area. I okay. actually top twenty five for Gary Payton might be better. I think I cut it close yeah. to top twenty. I think you guys are crazy. I think Payton is definitely you would. top fifteen. Well, what else did he what? do besides that? One, that that one almost Sonics year, man. And it, it, like that's the big thing too. Almost like it's another Allen Iverson, except he had Sean Kemp. It still couldn't get done. Iverson had nobody. I mean, I, I mean, he's Eric Snow, top five yeah, come on, defender of all time. <laughs> He won. Hmm. I, I'm not trying to make the case for Kyrie here. I'm just trying. I'm very interested because I'm trying to find the medium on who to name here. Um, then where do you guys? Okay, then I'll do this because I know you're not going to. The other guy I had written down was Chris Paul. So you guys clearly have Kyrie higher than I do. And I would have taken Kyrie over Chris Paul. But yeah. Um, yeah. Then the, the last name I have written down is John Stack. And yeah, that's. That one's that tougher, awesome. I will say, just because they're too – I mean, Kyrie's a scorer. Stockton was, you know, delivering basketballs assist. to the mailman. Yeah. So – Right. I don't – yeah. And, yeah, and even in, like, how how hard was that? Like, yeah, you, you I, know, he's a 6'1 point guard. Like, that's uh, – yeah, This is tough Stockton because I feel like – uh, I disagree. It's tough because I feel like you have, you have to put Stockton over Kyrie all the time. That you have to. I feel like that. Okay, and and what is the reasoning though? Because I feel like we're we've touched on this earlier. Because he's because he played twenty something assists, and he had that many more assists. It's not because he was better talent. It was just he did. Oh, Kyrie was was a better talent player all around. But yeah, I want to give Kyrie that. If we're talking like legacy, whatever, Stockton gets it because he's Stockton. Well, that's what we're. But like, yeah, if. If like picking up a basketball for like pickup, like dude, Kyrie oh, sells. Like, I'm just that would be a murder. Putting him out of his shoes, like that's, that's why, not like... what we're doing, man. If we were doing a well, a that's a, yeah. What are we? There's different aspects. Like, There's different all, aspects all time, to this, man. Right? There's like, different aspects. All time as a player, Kyrie. But if we're gonna attack your legacy and legacy too. factors, yeah, unbreakable records. Uh, that one is gonna be. It's still up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in a yeah. league of his own. I don't think anybody's ever coming. LeBron might come no. be the closest and still be over a thousand shy. That's where I saw a thing. It was like he has Crazy. to average ten assists for six years to catch up. Yeah. At this point where he's at now, Jeez. LeBron and he does. He's not going to average ten. You know, he, he's going to stay with his seven or eight. Um, okay. I'm glad we drew the line at Stockton, but okay. Um, who else? I don't have anybody Christian, else. Christian, so. you got you got a guy, another guy. Oh, uh, we can pivot to uh, was Embiid. Was that the new center for the day? I got I got one more dude before we. Before yeah, we go ahead, go for it. Um, I feel like like I mean we've been having all these discussions. I feel like Kyrie's hard to kind of compare to people, so I kind of took a different approach to this one. So Kyrie Irving, better or worse all time than Scottie Pippen. Another <laughs> number two option. From the poach. I'm not gonna take that bait as much as it's there. Yeah. I'm going fishing yeah, today, it, boys. Nah, dude. Even like Scotty in today's like he didn't need to really develop a jumper, especially considering who he played with. But just the points were just there. Um you'd <laughs> show up and bam, all right, 30 points on the board. So uh I, I think Scotty Pippen especially like his ability is what he could do as a defender like as a playmaker for his size is really like what the modern game is looking for 
Is I was going to say, I feel like he would translate to today's NBA perfectly. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, yeah, man. And we're comparing number twos here. Pippen's got more rings. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to. I love Kyrie, bro. But yeah. yeah, that's, that's, there's a hard line there. Yep. All right, I'm glad Christian didn't take the bait. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to piggyback. Number two options. I don't think there's a better person in, in maybe any sport ever than Scotty Pippen when it comes to being the best number two option. I want credibility on this show, man. I'm not about to. <laughs> Kyrie and Jordan would be unstoppable. I think it'd be great, but like, no. I, no, that team, no, that locker room would have to stop. In a matter of a month, oh, geez, Kyrie yeah. ain't making out training camp without getting traded. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um, which oh honestly God. adds more to Pippen's legacy in my mind. The fact that he played with this guy for that long and he was just an idiot. But yeah, I'm going yeah. Pip. I'm also going Pip. Yeah. Would you say that Kyrie and Scotty, in NBA wise at least, are the the best number two options in history? Kobe. Kobe to Shaq. Okay. That nah. Kobe yeah, in 03 was what did he have like seven straight 40 point games? Like, yeah, yeah but dude, I'm like any other team. He's not a number two. Like, that's I'm, so yeah, that's what yeah. I'm well, talking about. Like, Pitt, the Lakers that neither is Pitt. Well, he's not like a top five player every year. Like, Kobe and Shaq were top five players that year. Like, they could have been top three. Like that was the hey. If we're gonna make the argument for Kobe uh, being not the number two option on that team, I'm all here for it because I think he gets way too much credit taken away from him when people talk about that. But oh, it was it was more like a one A one B, kind of like with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum right now. Like it's okay. I mean, Jason Tatum's definitely like better, but you get the idea. Like it's not. Yeah, Jalen Brown is he could be a number one many places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of any other number twos better than Kyrie. No. Um, oh, man. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I just wanted to to ask if you guys had anyone off the dome piece, but we can we can pivot yeah. to Embiid or do whatever. Yeah. All right. All right. See, let's see what we got for Embiid. You guys pull it. Um, yeah. <laughs> this one's oh, this one this one's a little interesting. Luke, you're you're the Sixers fan. I, I'm sure you both. I I actually did. I had one guy, and then I talked myself out of it. So you guys can lead off. I need to find another guy because okay, I'm, I do. I'm, have, I do have two guys here. Um, okay, go for it. I'm see. I'm torn because I know you guys are gonna say. I know your answer for one of them, but I don't know where I'd put them. But I'll go with the other. I'll one say first. the other one. Yeah, I'll go with the other one, which I think could be an interesting discussion. So better or worse all time than Joel Embiid and. I, this is a little bit of bait, but I could see a case being made, and Luke's probably going to make it. Uh, Patrick Ewing. Oh, give me Joel Embiid for sure. Yeah, come on. Really? Yeah. Dude, oh, really? Yeah. We can't hit a jumper, bro. Like, Embiid is such an amazing, like, could play in any era big. He's seven foot, can yam. Like, he's a guy who's generational, and Ewing is just... Shot blocking, uh, I'd give to man. Ewing, probably. Yeah, he's... That's he's good. Definitely like, a better. And he'd probably would. Definitely he'd better. still succeed in today's NBA, but he would be limited in terms of like what he can give a team offensively. He's like a Jaron Jackson. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a really good well, way to put it. He's a bit like big dude. Like you love having him on your team, but you guys are sleeping on. Guy you guys are sleeping a little bit on scoring. Though. What we're what we're sleeping on guys that play hard defense. Was he what twenty twenty five? That's is that the problem? Uh, twenty eight like, at his peak. Twenty seven. 25 the rest of his career in in a lower scoring era but um 
I don't have a problem with you taking good. Embiid, but I don't just completely toss his story. This. It's not like Pat Ewing is uh, Dennis Rodman over here. Okay? Oh, and he's but not like Matumbo or anything, yeah. but like he wasn't pulling from three and like it's butter. But nobody like, was, was though. Three and all. But nobody. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I got it. I got it. I'm not going to knock him beat for yeah, but... developing a jump shot. Like I honestly think a guy like Pat Ewing uh, would be. Probably maybe score even better nowadays because nobody, if he just posted, if his team let him post up and he developed a, I don't know, yeah, 30%. But if you hear what Embiid said, that Embiid said he had to develop the three because you can't do that in today's NBA anymore. You can't just go back to the basket. There's too many rules. I think the teams go defense in the same way, Christian, that we discuss how running the football comes back in eras, right? I think that back to the basket basketball is going to make a comeback for the next decade. I think that. Why? I think that Why do you well, think the NBA? Well, it'll be it'll be that. different. It'll be different. It'll be the same way that teams run the football differently. The three point guys will, or the the fives will still be able to shoot thirty percent from three and hit it when they're open. But as an offensive schematic, there's going to be guys that come through. I think that are going to be just that athletically gifted guys like Embiid, who are going to be, they're going to bat and post up more. Embiid and Jokic, I think, are going to have a long term. But, but they literally, they literally said they don't want to like Embiid came out and said he had to change his game because he couldn't so like why would he go back i don't know if i could agree with that take yeah i can't like i think that every i don't know why we would go backwards and that's like that's like saying you're going to take away the forward pass in nfl like it's the comparison's a little little different there okay yeah that's a little extreme extreme. (laughs) but like we're taking a step back like like three has been proven more than two i mean the (laughs) rocket system eliminated the mid-range in for a while when arden was there um and there's talk of him putting in a four-point line so like that's i don't know if guys are gonna i don't like jaleel okafor is not in the league anymore for a reason like uh, that that part of the game if you can't do it all it's kind of fading away that's how i feel I think I think you guys maybe I'm coming on a little strong. I think it's going to come back. It's going to be an evolved form, and maybe it is the evolved form is guys like Jokic who just distribute like crazy from back to the basket and can still. I think it's always team. going to be prevalent. I see what you're trying to say. A part of the I, game. I, I, yeah. I also like feel the Harden like... era, like eliminating the mid range jumper. I think that we are going more towards the mid range. And oh, back yeah. to the basket basketball than we were five. I think that was an outlier. I think the Rockets just like to chuck yeah, threes. I, I think just, that yeah, I think that back to the basket basketball will always be there and it'll always be prevalent, but it's not going to be like a Hakeem gives you the dream shake and does all that. No, it's going to be more yeah, of, not the you're 90s. backing them up, you you can get them to bite, and then you do an up and under, or you're doing a fadeaway. And the fadeaway, I think, is going to be a lot more prevalent just the mid-range game because these new guys who are going into the league, like Embiid, for example, he didn't, you know, he he has his mid range is money. Like he's almost as money yeah, as KD for mid range. And these these centers that are coming into the NBA in these next couple years and for times to come, they're all their mid range game is going to be a one. So I don't think it's ever going to be like a you know Shaq just you know hold on hold what is it L two and just back up. <laughs> hold hey man, if we get dunk, another but... athletic freak like Shaq, which we probably never will, but Ion. That's a good point. Zion, Zion does have. I I would say that Zion not is as the tall. closest. He's the closest to what you're trying to say in this modern NBA. And he's his, his post game. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But he's also and he's the Zion. most efficient shooter in the league. He's, the he's also Zion. So there's not well, a lot of guys like that. I mean, when Shaq, I know was, Shaq was with Orlando, right? But um, yeah, interesting. Pat Ewing. Okay, no, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so who's, I had who's Anthony Davis. Kennedy? 
Yeah, I, I mean, feel I like have, that's a good I, comparison. That's a good comparison. Um, did Davis grab an MVP? Got so close with those Pelicans, but let me, ultimately let me he's on the Pelicans. Pelicans oh, jeez, so. Anthony Davis. I didn't. I don't. You guys cut out for a sec, but oh, you're oh yeah. Jeez, Anthony. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm, let you guys mull it over. Oh, jeez. I think right now you have to say Davis because he's accomplished more. Right, like you have the same era players. This guy's he's just played X amount of more seasons, but. I have beef with Anthony Davis, so I might just say yeah. Like, I, I, okay, I, Embiid is actually one of my favorite players in the league today. So I, I mean, Davis wasn't winning multiple scoring titles, God. you know. Okay, I'm gonna hold myself back a little bit just because I want to be <laughs> to win. I, I want I'm the, I'm the guy in this in this you know discussion who wants Embiid to win MVP, even though we got guys like Giannis and Jokic just existing. So that's not gonna happen, but. <laughs> I think all time as of right now, you got to put AD above as of, you know, what's today, February 8th, 2023. Who do I want on my team? Give me Joel Embiid, uh, Anthony Davis, R- regardless of the injuries. I, I think Embiid brings more to the table. Honestly, honestly, hear me out on this in, in when it's all said and done, Anthony Davis might be remembered as a guy like Pat. Ewing. You always hurt elite defender, very good scorer, but like just, that's possible. Never got it done in the playoffs. Never really fully got that MVP. I don't know. Just a thought. But uh, Embiid is, I mean, he's a scoring champion. So two times. Yeah. Like I, I think, yeah. I think all time, I unfortunately, I had to put AD above for now, at least. But give Embiid a couple of three more seasons of doing what he's doing now, and I got Embiid. I think if but, Embiid gets an MVP, it's over or gets a ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's. I guess Davis doesn't have a ring. I forgot about that. He has a bubble ring. If yeah, that counts. He's got that Mickey Mouse ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> What's that TV? What was that kid's TV show? Bubble Guppies? Bubble Guppies. All right. Yeah. No, no. That's good. Luke, you got, Luke, you got a guy for us? Um. Yeah, I just thought of someone. Um. Better, worse, all time. Joel Embiid than David Robinson. Mm, the Admiral. Very similar uh, players, actually. Uh, the biggest yeah, I think right now uh, I'm, I'm going to pump the brakes. Right now I think it's David Robinson. But similar vein, um, I mean, you pull up Robinson's like career accolades. He's got two, two MVPs. He's got two rings, one MVP, eight all defensive teams, a scoring title, which is really the only thing he has. Ten All Stars, ten All NBAs, a play, defensive player of the year, a rookie of the year, uh, rebound champion, block champion. I mean, I, dude, I, he yeah. was built different. He was I, built I, different. Not that Embiid can't catch him, um, but when it he's going to have to win a couple. He's going to have to win at least a ring and uh, an MVP to like have that debate. I think I think this is another player where errors come into play because I know that Embiid's got the edge on scoring for sure. Obviously, right. obviously, you know Robinson has dropped like what seventy one or something in a game, but yeah, but the scoring title. Yeah, Robinson definitely has an edge on rebounding. Yeah, rebounding and defense. So I I would me personally I know I just said him, but I would I would definitely go David Robinson as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
a couple championships that probably won't happen would change my mind, but yeah. That's, yeah, that's I mean, I and you talk about bus driver too. Like he's bus driver on two Spurs championships teams. Duncan maybe on the second one, but uh, yeah, Christian, your thoughts? Nice. Oh yeah, he's he's still got there, and I I don't really have a whole like hard hill that I'm gonna die on right now. Um, I think Embiid's probably gonna pass him eventually, but. Right now, it's pretty comparable, so I'll go with David Robinson. All right. Um, Well, I don't have anybody else, so based on what you guys said, I'm not going to say my other name. You're going to laugh at me. Yeah, no, we can can roll into who he played for. All right. Who he played for. A staple segment, and uh, as always, we will let our guest uh, have the honors (laughs) of going first. He's not really even a guest at this point. He's he's a regular. (laughs) But... um, (laughs) Luke got locks. Let's let's see what he's got. Oh, all right, all right. Um, who do I want to go with first? These are just two. Just ah, jeez, Caleb. I'm sorry in advance. Um, (laughs) let me just let me just think here. Okay, you all know what? Uh, I'll I'll go with this guy first. Okay, so this guy was drafted by the Kings seventh overall and traded to the Charlotte Hornets on draft night. He spent his um, first couple years of his career there. He then had a stint in Toronto for a year. He went over to the Magic for two years, went back to Charlotte for three years, and got traded to Phoenix um, last year and is currently on the Phoenix Suns. Seventh overall. That's what's crazy. <laughs> that means he's a complete bust. That's I don't. Yeah, means. I don't know if you guys it ever is, remember. Every time, every time we do this, I say you know drafted and then traded like seventh overall. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely. Okay. I think I think off. I know exactly who this is. Think, does he happen to be a big man? Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I was thinking. Think I'm getting. Okay, for some reason, I don't know if this is going to help you, Caleb, but, like, it might because I feel like in, like, 2K12 or whatever, like, this guy, every time he'd get, like, announced before I'd get picked in, in like, my career. And it was such, like, an iconic, like, David Stern line. So, yeah, like... Bennett? Like, see, I, I mean, no, that's, that's okay, great. That's seven. That's seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll give you another hint. He, what year? When I said... Okay, so I'll get I'll give you the years because I think Chen's got it. So yeah. he was drafted by the Kings, traded on draft night to the Charlotte Bobcats to give you some yeah, this is This isn't Michael Kidd Gilchrist. No, he? no, big man. Big say, man. There's no way he's still. He in was league. he was um in Charlotte from 2011 to 2015. Went to Toronto for a year, 2015-16. Magic 2016 through 2018. Back to the Hornets. Um, 2018 through 2021, and then got traded to the Suns in 2021, and is on the Suns. 2K12 always draft. Dude, I had like 15 different save files on that. I dude, I don't know. I don't game. know if that. I do remember. I. It was definitely not 2K12. No way. Yeah, I guess it had. What to year have been. was he drafted? Yeah, I guess it had to have been 2011, 2012. So. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a name. 13. The Suns is what's really throwing me. Um. Go ahead, Christian. I don't have a name. I'm thinking it's like I'm picturing a big white. And if I'm wrong, I'm definitely... like an idiot. But uh, with the seventh pick of the 2012 NBA draft, the <laughs> Charlotte Bobcats select Bismarck Biombo out of Congo. 
Yes, sir. Really? <laughs> it's I, Mac Biombo. I swear we did him, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, no I thought we were we were running duplicates. Oh, we like, can run duplicates. I people. just think that's the first one. That's oh man, now I gotta yeah. be aware. The ice has been broken. Bismarck. Bismarck. He was like you a gonna happen piece of that Raptors ring, wasn't he? Yeah, he no, got a Bowman's card. I remember that in 2K16. Or maybe that was 90 2K... overall. No, that, that no, wasn't when yeah, they won I'm, the championship. No, I'm picturing, yeah, literally the 2K16 moments. My team. Biombo. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Back when my team okay. actually was really okay. fun. Okay. Um, yeah, no, the pack drafts. I, I got a guy. I, I got a name. Uh, he was yep. drafted in 2015-16. So it's, you know, 2K16, I believe. Uh, drafted with the Jazz. Spent another year with the Jazz in 2017, 2018. He was with the Nuggets. 2018, 19, he was also with the Nuggets. In uh, 2019, 20, he went to the Spurs. He then in 2020, 2021 was also with the Spurs. Uh, last season, he was on the Pistons. Then he got traded to the Kings. And now he currently plays with the Kings. Jazz, Nuggets, Spurs, Pistons, Kings. Yeah, the teams are really not. Uh, that is, yeah, the I do not that pay I attention. don't watch, man. <laughs> yeah, that might have been all like those the, teams. Yeah. the career total playoff appearances uh, of those teams since he's been in the league. Um, I tell you. Jazz. Even with the years he was the Spurs, they sucked, so. <laughs> What'd you, what you? What team was he like best known for? On, I don't know if that's a hint. Uh, I mean, to be honest, or he's I have no known. idea. I have <laughs> no he's idea. not known. He's not um, known. Okay, no idea. Maybe the Jazz because it was when he was drafted and he was young, and I would say Kings because shout out my boy Henry. Uh, he's a my career goat. Like this guy helps him out when he was playing in my career. So. This year or when he like back in the day? Last year. I mean, he's okay. still on the Kings, but yeah. Okay, okay. So think garbage players from the Kings last year. Oh wait. It's like everybody outside of two, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh. You guys know the name, but it's like definitely I always not know a the name, one. man. I always know the name. Yeah, I was I was thinking about help. this like I think I've probably heard of almost like I've probably heard of ninety to ninety five percent of every NBA player ever. Yeah, like, like it's very true. rare. No, I swear, I swear. I swear. Ever yes. like the history of the NBA? Well, that's what okay. I'm saying is when oh. you start to go back and you name off the guys who played three minutes in nineteen seventy three, then yeah, okay, maybe not. But yeah, most okay. people <laughs> Guys that played longer than a couple seasons. Do you, do you guys have anybody? Like or should I just list? Uh, no, I'm thinking. I, keep I need a hint. I need a hint, or you can just chalk. It. I don't really have a hint because this guy's so like he, he does nothing. He's a big man, big power man. forward. Oh, is it that, uh, that guy uh, with the um, the hair? <laughs> no, to be honest with <laughs> He's you, got big hair. no, He's got he big is very Otto Galskis, that's he's got to be most like 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 typical like just power forwards, bro. Like there's nothing special about him. I'm gonna be pissed off when you say this name. Yeah, I, I think so. Go ahead, I give up. Folding. Yeah. It's Trey Lyles. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, I'm not pissed. I, I hate Trey Lyles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. He's just one of those players. I hate him. 
I just yeah, so his stats. He does nothing I, well. It's a career really bronze card, so. man. I don't expect. Yeah, him not even prize picks. Man. Hate. I just hate him. I just never <laughs> like prize picks. Yeah, he's I just, just never like. All right, all right. I got one for you guys. I'm excited about this one, but um, all right. So originally drafted by the Sacramento Kings, uh, he then spent time with the Miami Heat. He then went to the Portland Trailblazers, went back to the Kings, and he's currently on the Utah Jazz. Oh, I totally missed the first like half of that. I like tweaked out. Went and to Jazz the, and Kings. Yep. That's uh, well, started with the Kings, went to the Heat, then he went to the Blazers, then he went back to the Kings, and now he's on the Jazz. Kings and back to the Kings. Heat is like, it's such like a, yeah. that's, I feel like that's what's going to get it for me. Kings Heat Blazers on the Jazz. Let me know when you want the years. Because it's. Vanderbilt and the. the... Oh, no, it's not NATO. Wow, any of some years might help. All right, drafted. Let me make sure he was drafted. Yep, second round pick uh, by the Kings in 2010. Um, he was there from 2010. He was there for 2010 and 2011. He then spent the next two seasons playing in Lebanon and China. Oh my God. There we go. <laughs> and in 2014, uh, he was with the Heat, and then he was with the Heat all the way through 2019. Then he was with the Blazers in 2019, 2020. Went back to the Kings the year after that. Last season, he was with the Jazz. He's still with the Jazz, but has not played in a game this season. Okay, well. Uh... You have definitely heard of this guy. And you said what what year was he drafted? 2010. Oh, man. Hasn't played a game this season. But he is on the roster. Oh, my God. Dude, I don't know. He's not on their roster. I know who this is now, and he's not not on a roster. Dude, I'll, I'll Google it again. (laughs) <laughs> he's not on the yeah, roster literally, I just read an article today of what happened to this guy it's not in the league Luke you, yeah you definitely know this guy of course of course I do Big I man. can't find anything about him being cut but he's not he's still like, list- on NBA.com he is still listed up with Jazz last team Dude, I was thinking like Kelly Olynyk or some shit, but I thought he was on like the Celtics. That's not, bad. That's not a bad guess, but no. Best known for his time. Uh, do you have it, Christian? Yep. Yeah, and best known for his time with the Heat. 2016 for sure. 2016 big man on the Heat. Not Chris Bosh, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Chris Bosh, final answer. <laughs> we play um, next to him. Freaking Udonis Haslam, obviously not. Dude, the last time Udonis Haslam was most, like when Shaq was there. July 26, 2022. It is still somewhat surprising that Hassan Whiteside is a free agent. <laughs> Hassan where are you seeing? Whiteside? Yeah. I literally, where this is, is every? I literally just looked up, is he still in the NBA? And it's that's all I had to look up. Is Hassan Whiteside still in the NBA? He's with the Utah Jazz. Signed on August wow. 16th. That tracks. Yeah, and then when you 
that's Wikipedia, man. I'm, I'm looking at. I'm on the NBA website. He's on the whatever. I don't, you got it anyways. So let me pull up the jazz. Right? I don't know. It's just like it's it's brutal. <laughs> that was not like... me. That was not me being deceitful. Let that. me pull I up the jazz. Getting, I'm getting Iggy flashbacks when Iggy was apparently a coach this year. All right, I'm and on I ESPN. Him, I'm out like. <laughs> okay, we ESPN all thought he was right a coach now. this year, so uh, that not, was not man. me trying to be like. Trying to trick you. I genuinely, if I'm wrong, I apologize. Okay, he, yeah, he's not. I do remember him being on the Jazz last, but on ESPN at least, he's not. Yeah, he's not on the roster. All right. Well, my apologies. On NBA.com, he's listed. That was a good one, though. Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, that was a good one. I forgot about him. You got another one, Luke? Or? Yeah, I got. I got one more. Okay, so this guy was drafted by the Dallas Mavericks on draft night and traded to the <laughs> Atlanta you, Hawks. Do you just Google? <laughs> do you just Google draft day trades? No, I look up I look up the player and then teams on Google and then I click on their Wikipedia page and then I get the backstory, you know, because then it, that's that's the that's where I find out what teams they play for. But anyway, so yeah, so drafted okay. by the Mavericks, traded to the Hawks on draft night. Um, yeah, so start off with the Hawks. Went to the 76ers and was traded um, in that same season, was traded to the Lakers. And after the Lakers, he went to the Thunder, where he is currently playing. Hawks? Sixers? This shouldn't be too too hard. Lakers? Another (laughs) no-name. What? He's got a nickname that I don't, I don't even know think it's... that there's anybody in on the Thunder if, roster who's if old enough. This is if this is who I think it is, bro. He's got a nickname that I, I think I saw him play last night, and I'm really upset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. You uh, did. Oh my gosh, you definitely did. Oh, is, that's boy. exactly why good. I picked him. I'm not okay. I'll, I'll just give you the you years, have like, dude. Turn. You have like ten guys. You got to get. Come on, like, okay, I'll, I'll you, give you the people years, you so. saw last night. Yeah. Okay. Atlanta Hawks from 2013 to 2018. It was a in long 20, time. Yeah. 2018, 19. He was with the Sixers and the Lakers, which I don't remember at all. I remember him on the Hawks and the Thunder, no. and then yeah. So 2019 to current is the Thunder, and he's a big man. Oh, it's always the big. Okay, so two K sixteen basically two K sixteen. And then who was the Thunder center last night? Bro. Uh, what year was he on in 2K16? Or in 2016? Uh, Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks center in 2016 was not Clint Capella, apparently. Um, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah I'll, give, I'll give you another hint. He's awful. He's awful. Awful. He's garbage. It's, yeah, he is it's, one of the worst centers in the NBA. I don't know. Is it Starts as bad as Thomas Bryant asking for the ball as LeBron is shooting the shot? <laughs> that was pretty funny. I saw that. I yeah, he was wide open. <laughs> <laughs> he had a baby, bro. He had SGA on him. Like, come on, yeah. dump it down. No, points. <laughs> okay, last hit. Uh, Williams, is that his name? No. No. His nickname is Moose. Moose. Mike Muscala? Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I could have swore he played. That's Mike Miller. Oh, Mike Muscala. I was thinking he played for the Heat, man. Okay, well I did think of Mike Muscala, but I don't get the credit. But at least I feel better now. Moral victory. <laughs> Why don't you say it then? Because I thought he. It? I I literally was like, oh, there we go. Everybody, everybody can say, oh, I had it, but like, 
No, like I literally you have- no, I'm not taking credit for it. Okay. That's a loss. I'm just saying I I was just give, I'm saying you should shoot, bro. You should shoot. You should shoot. Right. Like no, when you no, have because, like- no, because if I shot, I would lose my credibility on this show. That's why I don't oh. shoot, man. It's it, it, it saying somebody's been saying no way. That's always how I'm pretty like, sure the only credible person when it comes to this segment is Chen. So, you know, right. I mean, well, we don't really I, have anything I, to lose. I, I, just, <laughs> I, just, oh, I don't like at least for the encyclopedia. I like hearing I like hearing what's uh, your ideas. That's all. Well, all right. My ideas were Trent Williams, Lou Dort, and Mike Muscala. And I didn't think it was any See? of those guys. Yeah. So you just got to. Um, so, what was. All right. Oh, I guess turn? it's me. There, there, yeah, you can go. You can go. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We'll see. Oh, so this guy, what happened to my page? I know, I know the player. Oh my God, I can't. But his career path is obviously. I made it difficult for you guys. Of course, um, you do. You always do. not as bad as Trey Lyles, definitely not. And I actually, I think Luke might get this. He definitely knows the guy. Um, he was drafted right. in 2014, 15. By the Orlando Magic, he stayed with the yeah. <laughs> it's always yeah the garbage teams, but the next 2015-16 he was with the Magic, 16-17 he was with the Magic, the 2017-18 season he was with the Magic and then got traded to the Suns. In 2018-2019 he was on the Pelicans. Uh, 2019-20 so the COVID year and last year. Oh no, I'm sorry. 2019-20 Knicks, 2021 Knicks. Last season he was on the Suns. And uh I'm not going to deceive you guys. He's not playing this year. I thought he was still on the Suns, but I am now coming to new knowledge that this guy is also currently a free agent. <laughs> but uh yeah. it's not Alfred Payton again, is it? Uh Luke, do you have any other ideas can you write is that your is that your guess is that your final guess or do you want to keep it say the say the teams again with real the quick. so it was magic okay for four years and then he got traded midway through the fourth year to the suns then in 2018-19 he was on the pelicans uh after that he was on the next two years and last season he was on the suns Okay, I do not remember him being on the Pelicans at all, but I also I'm probably gonna go L for Peyton too because I don't even think he's. In I the can't league. think of any other Magic players besides like Terrence Ross from that era. But it's not <laughs> Terrence Terrence Ross. Ross. Yeah, that's a that's a dang. I'm mad. You guys, yeah, you guys really miss Terrence Ross. Stop it. He didn't play for Toronto. Stop it. <laughs> it was Alfred Payton. I didn't know. I can't believe I missed the that he didn't play this. I thought he was still on the Suns. I have, yeah, I, haven't I didn't think he was playing very much, but wow, he really fell out. All right, I got one. Uh, pretty short. Only really played for three teams, but uh, originally drafted by the Philadelphia 76ers He didn't spend time with the Orlando Magic, and currently plays for the Chicago Bulls. Sixers Magic Bulls. Oh, that's that's easy. What? Yeah. Sixers Magic Bulls. The Sixers thing isn't gonna help you. But you'll remember them from Magic and Bulls. Um Sixers. I don't think too hard about it. I think I this guy's this guy's not a scrub. 
Um, uh, I'm thinking big man. I'm thinking 76ers. Big man is the right direction. Okay, well, the only person it could be is Vucevic then. But he was... Oh, gee, I'm, am I going to talk myself? Nah, I'm not talking myself out of this <laughs> one, bro. Give me Vucevic. I did it's not Vucevic. know he was on the Sixers. It's Christian, please explain how you know that Nikola Vucevic played his first season with the 76ers. Um, Just knowledge. And really, when I heard the, the Magic Bulls, I was like, even if I'm not confident in this, I'm confident in that. Like, you wouldn't pull a guy with that little of teams if he wasn't, like, somewhat relevant, you know? Because we did have, like, the five-year, like, mark of, like, he, he's got to pl- have played in the NBA for minimum five seasons. We can't just pull, like, Scottie Pippen Jr. from the G League and be like, all right, this guy's been on the Lakers. Like, you know, yeah. we, we got to give yeah. some context. And I'm like, all right, so a guy who's had a career – Bulls, Magic, yeah. It's, All it's right, it's fair, it's fair enough. I thought I could slick it by you, but I guess not. Jeez. Man, and sneak Alfred Payton by you guys. I, I thought that was a lock. Uh, I didn't <laughs> think it was going to be that easy. <laughs> hey, earlier this season, Vooch, uh, Vucevic assists three and a half over. That was a freaking lock and a half. That was one <laughs> of my money makers, but they raised his line. So, And I'm retired uh, for three days. So, <laughs> three days. Never mind. Uh, yeah. He's got, he's got to do that read out read $25 on there. Uh, yeah, buddy. It's been a little bit more than that. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, I digress. Uh, all right. Well, well, we'll call it there. We're going a little long. So thanks again for listening, guys. Be sure to check out Luke Got Locks on Instagram. Check out us on Instagram and TikTok uh, and YouTube as well. Luke, thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll be back next week. This was a really good discussion. Uh, a lot of time spent on LeBron and Kyrie, but those are kind of the main storylines. I'm sure we'll have more trade line, trade deadline news uh, tomorrow. So, um, as always, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Take care.